we're back. Back again. We ended off last time with Zeha. We kind of watched this last scene play out again as Zeha hits the final button just as her body immediately slumps to the ground. A blue light shoots across her headband, dying out towards the end of the headband. And on the screen, you see root access gained. Uh, I want to open it up. I haven't really let any of the conversations go too much behind scenes, uh, both because the players weren't super adamant about having them, which is good, like good on them, honestly. And uh, I wanted them to be available for the listeners. So let's open it up with what they would know what the players would know about Zeha in terms of like, because so Starfinder is very deep in the lore and everything. And like, especially like the lore of ancestries and like, this is, this is what we do when we die. This is how you handle it. Blah, blah, blah. So like, what would, what would all of them know about Zeha? Yeah. And this is something that we, we touched a little bit upon um, last session, but I honestly don't remember um, how much we went into it. So in terms of what Zeha had and one of the things that that I like thought of and had uh, mentioned to to Waffles as well, or Waffles mentioned to me, um, we've been together as a group longer than necessarily like we've had sessions to get together, like as players for this campaign, right? Like these pl- these people have been together for a couple months and things like that. So there is conversations we can assume happen in general off screen and off camera. Yeah. Very- um, very specifically, I can think of like a couple nights here and there spent like at Absalom Station and stuff. But you guys also spent like a month here a month. and a month there in the drift. Yeah, right. And like they're like a month on a spaceship stuck with five people. Like you guys are going to have some combos. I doodled in right. that room the and, whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 definitely given like the intense situations that we've been in, I do feel like we would know a little bit about death wishes and and death traditions in general so um definitely with the kasatha which is the ancestry that that zeha is um they have this building on the adari um that she vaguely told you about um less about the building and more about their procession for death um which is that bodies should be brought back to the adari um, so that they can do their ceremonial, like, death traditions. Um, you do know that it does have to do with um, taking a slice of their brain and um, keeping it, like, eternalized forever. Um, and there is some very interesting, like, I don't, I don't know how much she would have gone into it, but I do think that, like, relatively common knowledge, like, especially with dealing with this ghost forge where there is this like aspect of reincarnation. Um, that is not what happens with the, the brain slice. Um, and there's a, there's a term for it that I'm not using and I apologize. No, um, I like brain slice. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll just keep using brain slice. Um, brainy baloney. So what, what it is though, is it's a retention of memories. It's a retention of a part of this, this person because the Kasatha really believe in, uh, gathering your own traditions and gathering your own like view of the world and um, that is how you decide to live your life and that is what you pass down so they take aspects of like who you were and your memories and use that to learn and to gain knowledge and things like that so that's more about the Kasatha and then in terms of of Zeha she she definitely told you that like should anything happen like definitely bring her her back to um to the adari so that at the very least she can be um done proper for for her culture um and and her her people so uh any questions from the player side before we get heavy into what might or might not happen on this potential death i loot her body (laughs) (laughs) you find let's go no i'm just kidding (laughs) I refer, yeah, we've reversed the credit transfers and take money back. I think she has the most money. Hmm. She has a fair chunk. Um, So at some point, obviously we've talked about death and how like dialed in people are to their own cultures and everything like that. Uh, I think of the group of us, the one that's still most in tune with their own 
culture would still be People. would have been Zeha. So did Zeha ever have Eisen's close? Would Zeha Zeha had ever uh, mentioned um, doubts or potentially wanting to get out of the uh, grooming, as you might be able to call it, of being the Madaloon? Um, is that something that Zeha would be like? Given the opportunity, I just live my life. Would she ever have ever expressed that to us? Oh wow, that's a fantastic question. Um, to be honest, n- no. Like, I think any conversations of regarding like the Madaloon, uh, the being the perspective Madaloon. Um, you've met her, her fam, like her mother, and you've met sort of the the Ramsemten Council. So, so when she spoke of it, she spoke that that was her duty and she definitely seemed to believe in that wholeheartedly um she also it was i think relatively apparent and whether that's through like i don't know how much she verbally said this as much as just very obvious from the conversations that she wanted to do her grandmother proud like her grandmother in particular was everything to her the pressure was put onto her by her mother um but she never expressed doubt of like not potentially wanting to do that. She just was just like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this right. Um, I cannot fail. Like she, she, whether like how much of it is healthy, that's a different conversation, but a hundred percent, she put that pressure on herself at that point as well. Uh, do we have any notion from talking to her, talking to her, how Zeha would feel being put in a robot body right now, if that were hypothetically possible? <laughs> um. So, as you like, kind of in line with the whole like, she has to be the Madeleine, she has to succeed. Um, I can't say that. Hey, do you want to be in a robot body? Has ever come <laughs> up? Weirdly. Weirdly, that might but, have actually come up. <laughs> but you'd you'd think that being the Madeleine and being what she is, she's a performer on stage. She's also very like visually, like she always cared how she looked and things like that. Um, you'd think that that would be very, very, very difficult for her um, <laughs> if at all anything she would want okay, to be enough. honest like <laughs> I, it, yeah is it fair Tester to say that it would solution. have to be temporary like no matter what it would have to be temporary if she was in a robot body yeah like like if, if <laughs> she would not be willing to stay like that like if you if she found herself suddenly in a robot body she'd be like no where's my body <laughs> so so why not both we just got now we can break out dr duro and get the Zeha arc going. <laughs> Robo Zeha. That's a, a good idea. There's a thing. I know. Now there is a we thing where we do have the robot schematics. Like we could make an aesthetically like almost identical version of Zeha. Yeah, with our vast how. resources available. <laughs> but we to have us. to make sure it has four <laughs> yeah. arms. Oh, we I can find you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, we, we have the schematic, so all we need is a, a robot expert. I wonder where we could find one that Wait, maybe escaped from. You have to you know. remember where we are. But right, right. Honestly, right. The, the potentialities of what to go from here, I'm going to leave for Waffles to, to curate. Right. Um, Let's just leave But in terms of the immediacy of right now, I think. Am I wrong in like an analyzing the situation in front of us, Waffles? Um, Zeha just slumped dead on the floor of the Ghost Forge. She is not connected to the Ghost Forge. No. Unless something happens that I can't, I don't even know. Like, for all intents and purposes, there's nothing that's capturing her. S- this is where it gets funky, but like soul or, or whatever you want to call it. Plus, I mean, Technically, she wants her body back at home. She didn't say she wouldn't take it herself back home. So it's like a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> nice, mom. All right. Can you hold uh, this? All right, starting starting the play button on the story. You guys watch Zeha's body slump to the ground. What are you all doing? Len rushes over and checks for a pulse. 
Uh, without a medicine check, she's dead. Um, what about with one? <laughs> with a medicine check, she <laughs> she's is, alive! Uh, she's, she's, she's oddly dead. There's no bullet wound or anything. She's just dead. Oh, my. She, she, she's dead. Um, I think as soon as those words leave your lips, you can tell that the light in the room goes way up. Like, the, the level of anxiety that Eisen is feeling just goes up to, like, the brightest he's ever been in terms of, like, emotional spike. Because Shimrins can't cry. They don't, like, they don't have any sort of, like, emotional stuff. It's all energy and rocks. So it's all light and sound. So it's just, like, I love- whoop. Jokes aside, like, this, this sounds like a joke when I played it in my head, but it's not. I love how Eisen is basically an anxiety lamp. I mean, yeah, he is, basically, yes. <laughs> he is literally moonlighting. Um, yep. Not that I'm trying to make myself cry, but given this exact moment where Dr. Lin says she's dead, can I selfishly ask for what is going through each of your heads? I know you kind of mentioned it briefly to me, but I would love that to be shared. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll call on each of you. Carrie. I was going to say, uh, Tetsu, when she stepped up, because his gripe with Zeha, she's, he, he's always found that she puts, like, her mission is number one, which is fine, but, like, he also feels that, like, hey, you got to look out for some of these people that are involved. Like, he didn't like how the queen thing went around, and, like, that's why he stepped up for, for Dole, um, and said, no, Dole's not going first. At the very least, let's see if I can get through some of this. Um, but Tetsu had seen Zeha kind of do the risky play, which, okay, maybe she's not the greatest at math and going, this this might be a risk. Uh, but to be fair, like, it was also, like, the last major uh, gap. But, like, he felt proud that, you know, she was deciding to to put her mission, like, at risk, basically. Um, and it's not good for her mission, and he doesn't necessarily think about achieving, like, my end goal the most. He kind of lives in the moment. So for, for him, to him, that's character growth for her in his world view, right? Maybe it's not for her, but yeah. for him, like, that's that's a step forward. Good job. And then when she died, he's like... Um, why why with the hand um but but when she when when he now as he's realizing she's dead uh it's kind of like that he's still processing it but like it's it's a noble it was a noble thing uh and he's sad but um you know it's it's one of those good deaths yeah, if from, anything from and maybe war- yeah, from a warrior point of view, it was like a warrior's death. I mean, it was hacking and stuff, but it like it was. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. she stepped up. Yeah, she she stepped I mean, up and died, like trying to do something for y'all, basically. To, to yeah. put it kind of like Tetsu right now, how many hit points max do you have right now? <laughs> so many. I'm good for another go. Five. Uh, five. I think. Yeah, yeah, five. You just went. Zeha's the hacker. Tetsu just went hacking into this computer literally pieces of his life siphoning away each hack and she steps forward and slumps to the ground like yeah you must be like exhausted and and processing very very slowly and kind of like figuring it all out yeah he's also getting up in the process but we're kind of doing a snapshot of thoughts but yeah Yeah, i'm planning on doing something with him but dr lynn Like, I think, like, at this immediate moment, Lynn's mostly in shock because it was, like, so unexpected. But that's also because, like, he he was the one that was going to, like, at least try first. And he will probably, most definitely, like, well, knowing my luck, maybe not, but most likely would have been fine. Um, And then, like, with Zeha just coming in and, like, asking to take over, like even though it wasn't really like his permission to give out, he was still like the one that was going to do it and then handed the reins over to Zeha. So let her die. (laughs) At least it's not me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But so 
he he figured honestly she'd totally be fine just because she was oozing confidence up until the light left her eyes. So it's at the immediate moment, it's super shocking that this just out of nowhere death happened. But give him like probably five, ten more minutes and like he'll <laughs> start to just be racked with the fact that like he he totally should have been more firm in his like, no, hold on, wait, like, let me go first. And if things get bad, then like, we'll use your skills like that. Yeah. He, he could have at least tried to do something differently and prevented it in its entirety. Yeah, that's why I tend to For sure. first. He's like, I'm Meat Shield. I can tank these first couple. All right. Moat. Uh, this is definitely rough for Moat. So, like, at the outset, Moat didn't really trust anybody had uh, as much skill as they did in uh, computers and technology and all that kind of stuff. But as the group has worked through issues, uh, they've come to respect the Zeha's genuine, just a really good uh, computer expert and holds her skill at the same level as theirs, if not higher. So after all these recent encounters where Moat has been made plainly aware how mortal they are and how close to death they've scraped at every turn, seeing Zeha go up to this, something that is her forte and just drop it is shattering for the confidence that moat had in themselves they think if she can't do it how the fuck can i it doesn't make any sense anymore like this is our best and she just she got access but she just died and moat is going through a list of like we can't dive deeper into this this is we've got to start cutting and running because we're about to risk a whole lot more than just our captain. Well, she's she's given us root access, right? We don't need to worry about the security anymore. Potentially. No, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. We haven't, no, we we have, we haven't gotten into that. I see Syrup over there about to cry. All right, Aizen. Uh, Aizen's stomach has dropped out. Long story short. Happen. Like, me- metaphorically, his stomach has dropped out. Uh, like... To put it into perspective, he doesn't do anything with computers. In fact, he is so worried about touching a computer and something going wrong that he has actively stayed away at any opportunity in which, like, high-level computers have come into contact with the group. Like that plus two that could have saved her life. Yeah. <laughs> so, so watching Zeha go into a... So going into this room, he was already nervous that something bad was going to happen. That's why he was pushing for... Uh, Tetsu to go first and for Tetsu to take the brunt of it and for like certain scenarios to happen so that as much risk could be mitigated as possible. That didn't happen. Once once we got in the room and Tetsu started taking massive damage, he realized that that wouldn't quite work like he planned it. And so he had to just stay silent and watch because he knew if, if he tried to say anything in that moment when they were going into a battlefield that he couldn't even enter, he could possibly either jinx them or say something that broke their concentration that could lead to a lot of damage. And so he just had to kind of silently stand there and pace and hope that nothing went wrong. And then all of a sudden, Zeha drops like a stone, and I think he watches two people die in that moment and he just his mind can't quite handle it for like the split second before he completely goes into cold analytical oh god i need to like crisis aversion mode as like his dread and anxiety is just starting to build and he's probably starting to hear a little bit of a ringing in his ears as like the light level has gone so high that everyone can probably hear his like crystal starting to ring the energy is like vibrating at like a frequency exactly that literally people can slightly hear sing yeah yeah it's like just before a light bulb bursts yeah. you hear that little exactly whine. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. Aizen's gonna explode no Aizen's about to explode and he's holding a new <laughs> okay um yeah oh. my, my favorite like little imagery that i just like i'm playing in my head is the fact that like there's this moment of the, like, kind of, so to what Carrick, you said, Zeha has been about her end goal, her personal end goal, always. She's like, okay, I need to do my tasks. This task is to get to that task. Okay, we're doing this task. And, like, 
just going from there and very like hyper focused on that um to the point where she has gotten into like social altercations like social like bumping heads with some of the crew because they're like where where are your priorities and things like that um and i don't think she even realized because she's again she's experiencing the world for the first time and something that i really want to like re show and re just bring some focus to is this is the equivalent zeha is her first time off ship this is what they call um what's it called their um pilgrim what is that I know, I know the word you're looking for, but I forgot it. It's like, uh, they're like, they're a pilgrimage almost. It's like their first yeah. journey out into the world kind of thing. Tempering. Right? There you go. Yeah. yeah that's it. Um, this is her tempering. Um, and the equivalent of that is like someone going off to college for the first time and being alone for the first time. That Amish okay, so- year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The yeah. honest year is exactly. Yeah. So so she's relatively naive. She's like a 20 something year old. She's like 20, 21 maybe. That's, that's what I was about to say. Up and up until the moment she met y'all, she was a pure kid that had never left the Adari unless she was holding her mom's hand. Like, let's go get some drinks. But she was trained to lead and she was trained to be the face and things like that. So it 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 made sense that she was captain and everything after everything that we had talked about. But at the same time, she's very young and she's very naive. And I don't think she even realized the connections she was forging with all of you. Right. She was still like mission, mission, mission. But throughout all of this, she had, she cared for all of your lives. And so it's not until she saw literally people's max health, like, going down in front of her eyes right like the equivalent of what that looks like their life being drained from them um she for once like tetsu brought up made the decision for the team and not for anything else and that was the first time that she suddenly heard her grandmother's voice and so there's something there too but at the same time like she stepped forward mo in his eyes in their eyes you said like with full confidence dr len too with this confidence as she goes she's like oh i can fucking do this this is my jam and then she hears her grandmother's voice and she's just thrown off grandma killed and (laughs) (laughs) and and then she and then she she misses it she misses it by two um and and yes she's she's this cold like this close um so i think there's a lot of just like that first that naivety that that first time making potentially the right decision um that'll learn you resulting in this is is fascinating to me now and what oh i was just gonna say and everything you just said right there of like your first act of like companionship and all that going so far south is aizen's worst nightmare because he comes from a background of protecting someone who is almost exactly in zeha's position and so seeing you fail like that is just like crushing aizen in in a way that he can't even describe right now yeah yeah absolutely um carrot get your last thing up well it wasn't it wasn't about this it was about is it is it about the game itself yes okay uh so like we are right now like a movie playing that very important scene for the third fourth time just to really hit it home he sees Zeha's body slumped to the ground different angle each time what are you, like a spider what are you guys doing yep um did Tetsu see that blue shine from the headband I feel like all of you did if you were watching Zeha's body slump to the ground alright I have two things I want to do first like a computer check is that some kind of like neural thing I need a mysticism check <laughs> Okay. I'll give you a computer's right. waffles. And you gotta be trained in it. Oh, well, my Oof. two wasn't really gonna pull it off anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's... De- it's definitely not a neural thing, I can tell you that, just, like, based on your computer skill, period. Uh, it's... The most you can get out of it is, like, seeing that light, sure, there's probably some technology in there, but it's also intertwined with magic, and it's just not something you can touch. Okay. I think then... everybody knows that her headband always lit up when she casts her spells. Yeah, but this happened when you died, so 
he wasn't yeah, sure yeah. if like gotcha she cast um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically and then like the second thing is Tetsu is he's been like laying on the floor watching just exhausted and then as soon as she falls and like uh, Lin says that like exhausted as he is he doesn't look at it as he just like kind of just is up and by the computer and seeing that he has no idea what that headband does the this is the console to the Ghost Forge. The Ghost Forge brings things back, and he is he doesn't know if there's like a time frame or anything weird going on, but he is instantly searching this computer. It's been draining life or something, that's what it feels like. Which means to him, it's taking essence, storing it somewhere. Maybe it's using it, but is there like a short window in which we can go, give me that data back, give me that data back? And it's just like sure. trying to recall Call Zeha back, or or at okay. least get his max HP back to where it should be. One of those two, or either of them, are good. <laughs> and for sure, for sure. Uh, what are what are the rest of y'all doing? As as soon as Zeha dropped him, um, Len mentioned that she was dead. Moat just kind of froze, staring at her, wanting to look back at the computer, but honestly, a little afraid to. Uh, and then as Tetsu moves to the computer, um, Moat will rush to stand uh, in front of him and just say, No! 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 You don't go back onto that thing. Oh, no more. He's tiny. They're tiny. He gets run over. <laughs> Ow, my lungs! Ow, don't you feel so bad? <laughs> Moat's dead now! No. <laughs> I'm just, I don't say that. It's now a Moat bad dies. taste in this. But, um... <laughs> uh, just for just for scene's sake, do you like you can tell that Tetsu is trying to run you over? Do you still try to stop him? I, I guess I, I'm not trying to run him over. I'm just trying to get. Yeah. I mean, I assume it's just like a well, really I mean, really what was going to stand in front of you. So. Yeah, I was going to stand in front, but as like it registers that he's not stopping, Moat will scoot off to the side, but then just like grab onto um, uh, his pant leg and just hold. I get dragged along the way all they can, but. Just saying, don't, 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 as he's going. Help look, Meanwhile, or do not hinder. You're, you're both, like, over or awkwardly standing, like, between Zaha's body, because she, hey, she, that's you where want, she fell. Do you want comfort or life? Zaha's getting I can do around. either of those. <laughs> not both. I don't know. You said 36 health points to uh Well, I, didn't say, who's, me, I so. didn't say whose life. <laughs> Alright, Dr. Lynn Horizon. Uh, if, if I may. No. Uh, no. Seeing these two rush to the computer, uh, acting on instinct, I don't have my armor on right now, I'm holding this bomb, but I'm going to put the bomb down and I'm going to pick up Zeha's body. Because I have, like, For... super speed, like, I, I have, before they even get a chance to, like, possibly step on her, I have, I have like, Princess carried her Talking away. More. From where For it listeners' is. sake, it's not an actual bomb. It, <laughs> <laughs> just, just to say that it is, uh, it is what was powering the Ghost Forge. Just basically like a power core with what they know as dolium inside it. Waffles, it's a literal uh, so you, nuke. It is very. It is known to be uh, not. What's that word? Uh, in- unstable. Volatile. Volatile. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. It's known to be volatile for sure. Waffles, have you not been doing hours of nuclear? Uh, research. My nuclear research <laughs> does not deal with nuclear bombs. It's a reactor yeah. that's not supposed to blow up. Well, <laughs> Chernobyl wasn't supposed to blow up either, so you should brush up on the failure part. I'm, I'm not trying to like ruin Trust the mood me. of the scene, but I just yeah. want to say that I was working today and I definitely heard from the other side of this room, Waffles go, sorry, I just waiting and t- sitting and watching this video of this nuclear power plant blow up. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm yep. concerned. Uh, okay. I don't think he's learning what he needs to at school. You set it down as Tetsu's running. You see Moat kind of holding Tetsu's leg thing. No. Uh, you see Dole kind of frozen the moment start to head towards that Dolium core to pick it up as if like he doesn't want it to be rolling somewhere and somebody needs to be holding it, but he's not going to go pick up Zeha's body right now. Uh, Dr. Lin, what do you do? Um, Len was... As Ivan is picking up Zeha's body. Len was just kind of, like, zoned out for the moment when, like, Len... I mean, Aizen approached, and then, like, him stealing Zeha away kind of, like, stamped him out of it. And 
as he does so, Len's like kind of like shakily like uh, tapping through his like wrist mounted uh, like medical computer thing like and just kind of going through the motions of like pronouncing Zeha's death like uh, he's a doctor this is what he does <laughs> you have a file on yeah, all of yeah. us and you're like finally I can enter one in <laughs> <laughs> let's go now he's like, like, like my first registered death is a non-doctor <laughs> let's make some more <laughs> He pulls out a stamp card and takes like a fingerprint just to be like, ooh, I can add this to like the no, doctor stamp card. One of, one of those he envelope stamps and just slides the hat off. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Um, but yeah, he, he's just like to ten thirty three, like loss of consciousness and confirmed death. Blah 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 blah. Um, and yeah, loss like, of consciousness. It, it's very out of place. For like an obviously supposedly supposedly emotional situation, but he doesn't sound like he's keeping it together well. Alright. Uh with that, I'm gonna try to do something on the fly. Tell me if this breaks your ears. Oh god. How's how's this? Is this does this sound weird? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, don't hear anything. Like what you're no, it's about his voice. To do. His voice was yeah, like he did my voice. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Zeha you are dead. Open your eyes. But around you is not your crew. You don't hear the droning of the Ghost Forge. And you don't see the computer in front of you as you expect to. Instead, you see an empty white room. So empty, you can't tell that there's a floor, walls, a ceiling. You hear a voice echo throughout the room and in your head, resonating through every cell in your body. Young one, why are you here? Do I know? Know what? Like, what just happened to me? Like, why I'm here? To answer that question? Uh, give me a intelligence check. Or mysticism. I'll let you make either. Intelligence is going to be a lower DC, but they're probably going to be around the same, like, success rate. Yeah. Let's do, let's do... I think her go-to is going to be, like, is there something mysticism about this, so... 17 mysticism. Okay. That's a natural seven. You have a hero point. You want to use it here? <laughs> yeah, use the mark. Um, no, 17's okay. Okay. Uh, I'll say you you definitely remember that you were hacking into the computer, but you don't exactly remember what happened from that. Uh, with your mysticism check, you definitely know that the computer did you remember like in your head that the computer didn't have the capabilities to cast a spell on you like it's like it's not modifying your memory or it doesn't have you under a dream state or something you so with that you like assume you're really here uh i i don't know where am i who are you you find yourself on the precipice of life and death Magic and technology. Existence and oblivion. I'm... I'm... Um... No, no. Uh, there... No. Uh, I, I can't... I can't be. Um, there... She's, like, looking around and starting to panic, like... And it's just white everywhere, as if, like... Again, there's there's no corners to the room. It just goes forever, and you don't even... Like, you look down, and you don't even realize that you're standing on a floor. You're just there. Uh, she's kind of, like, shielding her eyes from, like, the the brightness of the white. Um, and, and at some point, she kind of, like, wherever she was, she turns around behind her. And just just starts to try to like run what she feels is back backwards, um, the, and she's just kind of calling out like that. There has to be some mistake, and just starts running. Sure, and I I don't know how many people have played Max Payne, uh, but I imagine this is like a Max Payne scene. So like he, there's a scene where he is running through one of his dreams, where uh, some bad stuff happened. Blah blah blah. I'm not going to go into that, but. He, all you do, you just see this slow motion, and you see it's like footsteps making feet print. But if you go the wrong way, you like 
recircle back on your own feed print. And that's kind of what it's like for Zeha. Like right now, she's just running and you realize through something, whether it's the mysticism check or intelligence or something, that for all intents and purposes, you're running back on yourself after about three steps. Please, there's a mistake, please. Do you know why you are here? We are unsure. You are not supposed to be here. Don't, I don't want to be here. Can I go back, please? What are you guys doing, players? Uh, typing at a computer. And, uh, it, looking down to Moat and basically kind of reiterating again. I'm seeing if there's anything left of Zeha in this computer that was draining us while there is time. You either help or you stayed out of the way. You will not stop. <sighs> you're a fucking idiot. If you think you're the one that needs to be in here after what you took on, move. And you may type, Tetsu will step aside. <laughs> hey, I've seen this episode before. All right. <laughs> oh no. Roll, roll the same rolls again. We'll be yeah, like, yeah, we'll Mo, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, what are you trying to do, Mo? Um, so I know that the last that we, um, the last things I managed to do was to grant root access. Um, yep. we knew that there was, um, Within the admin access branch, we knew that there was a way to remove the damage. Um, in Moat's mind, that potentially has what uh, Tetsu might be looking for. Um, the method to return that energy. Um, so Moat initially wants to look within this newly accessed admin folder <clears throat> to see what there is without delving too deep until more people are around to provide aid. But Tetsu can tell that Mode is shaky at this. It's mentally not all there, but they're in their element with computers, so it's still going to go relatively smoothly. And Tetsu's sure. watching to make sure he knows Zeha and Moat are the better computer people, but he knows enough about computers that if Moat is being too hesitant or non-committal, and it looks like there is an access that needs to be pressed, uh, and Moat doesn't take it, Tetsu's kind of looking out for that so he can step in and make sure we go forward because he, in Tetsu's mind. This thing, this whole system uses energy, and it's been stealing energy. So if any, any energy is taken in, then presumably it's going to get used up real quick. So he assumes there's a ticking clock of how quickly this can... He doesn't know if there's anything that can be done, but time he imagines would be in the essence. Can I just make a random comment that how wild is it that of all places for Zeha to die, she's literally died in a room that brings people back. <laughs> you think it wouldn't be a problem, right? <laughs> be like, ah, oh, shit, she's dead. On, just oh, well. turn the machine on. Just wait I five mean, minutes. At least you weren't the first Hits one. Hits enter. Jish has that prize. <gasps> oh. I, I mean, we did unplug its power source, to be fair, so we have to, like, give it a new... Like, we have well, to change the power source. No, and, like... this is an additional power source for additional function. Because it but, functions without this. But it's the power well, source. No, yeah, it functioned originally... Yeah, like, originally the Ghost Forge was without this extra yeah. uh, dolium core. But Waffles mentioned yep. it now needs uh, the dolium okay. core, and we can, like, fix that. Right. Because of the code. So, yeah. Mo, make me a computer check report. Can I as well? Or at least help? Uh, aid? You can aid. You can, the, it won't allow you to both make a computer check. Well, I mean, just to make sure he's doing everything he can. Unless you push them out of the way. I got a 28. 24. So 26 with the aid. Okay. Cool. 26 with the aid, you... Again, you have root access. Uh, I'll ask before I go into this. What was the reason for 
going through all the trouble to gain root access, like there was a very specific reason you get. Like obviously it was doesn't hurt to us. not continue. Yeah, yeah, to not continue getting hurt. But there was a it was like I remember the line being said of like we need to do this right. We want to Boom, like rework kind of the um, code to work without the dolium core. We want to erase the five year kill limit, and we want to potentially reach into the uh, reincarnate range that's in the operational. Uh, section of the code um, so uh, if we're having slight conversation as we're diving into this admin section um, Moat is going to lay out I believe if if we can find the way to return energy that's fine, with the damage that's fine but the only other things we need to do are make it work without the core and increase the range, other than that we can come back later if we need to do more. Or someone else can do it. Reverse it, Force. Reverse the energy first. And quickly. That's that's where we are. That's what we're uh, looking at. There was one more thing. that y- I think you said to us as players, not to the characters themselves, but you said that if we could get root access, that theoretically the damage that was done to us throughout the process would be undone. There was a, yep. there was a possibility of that? Yep. Uh, so that is definitely like all of y'all assume that it's attached to reversing the energy. Uh, you said that it would recognize the person that got past them as a allowed person or something like that. Like a registered user is right. someone who got all the way through. Yeah, so y'all, like basically anyone that can access the computer, and uh, that may have been poor wording, basically anyone that access the computer, that can access the computer under root access right now is a quote-unquote registered user and has access to the files that you would need to like reverse that kind of damage and be like yo hold on i'm supposed to be here that kind of thing okay so now that you're in this admin folder with your computer's check mode you have access to basically everything we just talked about the reversing the damage uh getting the getting the range higher etc etc you one thing comes into your mind and looking through the files you don't see any kind of backdoor way to try to get Zeha back to her body. And the one thing that comes to your mind is she is not attuned to the Ghost Forge. And her being dead, like now that you're in the admin folder, you see that all of you could attune to the Ghost Forge. She I a, cannot. I have a question. Uh, kind of looking over her shoulder and helping. Um, looking at this, a bit of Zeha went into the computer. Can I basically go identify this energy source and I? identify it as a user like potentially there's still essence a zeha zipping around some circuit or something that i could like attune that energy to the computer or you know have direct moat towards that uh i'll tell you if you're going to go that far you're getting into the code itself like you're trying you're attempting to hack further people are going to kill me as a gm yes root access about as far as you can get this is a magical code. You're basically trying to go beyond root access, and you're like, you are actually hacking into the code itself at this point. And I mean, think, think, yeah, think Matrix style. Like, there's a bunch of numbers and letters on the screen, and yeah, and you're trying to literally manipulate a magical code at that point. Uh, you know, and basically anyone, I guess you don't know. You would assume, even with root access, that is dangerous. <laughs> Do I think I could do it? Like, is it a computer's check or a mysticism check? Dude. Is it also, like, the same, like, DC as root access? You know what I mean? Uh, It wouldn't be the same DC as root access. I'm not going to give you all the DC. And it's going to be... I had already planned for this if I was alive, so I'll tell you all what it'll be. I'll let you make the mysticism untrained. It (laughs) is a mysticism and computers averaged out. Oof. So you'll roll, you'll roll both, and you'll add them together, divide by two, basically. You good? We're good at that, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, guys. There's somebody else that's really good at the mystic- mysticism. And anybody? No, Mystics in your name, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in my name, but not this character. Uh, <laughs> so, so we're we're right here right now with Moat and uh, Tetsuya, Doctor Lin and Eisen. Y'all doing anything? I have not put Zeha down since I picked her up. Uh. Knowing what I know, what little I know about, like, medicine as a bodyguard, and I have a few ranks and it's a class skill, uh, I know that, like, bodies like this can't be, like, stored for very long, 
is there anything I feel I can do with my knowledge of energy or with anything to try to like stretch out whatever like I need to buy time basically and I don't want to put you, her down are you potentially just like a walking defibrillator yeah basically <laughs> like, I, like I, I, I just want to like stretch it like, like a, a minute or two like I just I want to yep. give her like a little bit more time I'll give, you these two pieces of I'll give you these two pieces of information uh, without a roll just because of who you are and everything you know about energy you know that if she had a chance to be brought back to life like a soul put back in a body you could essentially be a defibrillator like like honestly like you you had the electrical energy stored in you and especially with Dr. Glenn's help mm-hmm. like you could you guys could come together and after the soul gets put back in the body you guys could make sure that body starts living again uh the other option i'll give you i'm smiling at this one uh i will say as a gm don't jump the gun you would you eisen would know that this is like you have a day or two to do this uh you could definitely if you could find a way to emit any kind of cold energy and you like freeze her head or something like that would preserve the brain slice but that would also kill her like like she would not be coming back to that body kind of thing. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, okay. Eisen is uh, in two minutes. Freeze the head. <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, she's dead. There is no heartbeat or breath. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but like it would mutilate. Like the ice crystals would be so large that it would mutilate any chance of like coming back. Yeah. You're like cryo freezing her, basically. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Len does like at this point say, yeah, "Please, please put Zeha down, so I can determine cause of death." Uh, you'll notice he's not, he's never looked in Zeha's face. Like, he's cradling her very protectively, but he hasn't ever looked in Zeha's face, and he's just, like, standing there and doesn't hear that. Please, please, you put, can probably hear that please put her down. Uh, he, like, very clearly, Aizen does not compute to whatever. Put whatever Zeha down, is. please. Like, he, he is, like, he'll look down at that moment, but be like, I, I'm what? Put Zeha down. <laughs> and I, I imagine, like at this point, you're like pulling him because no, he's Len's like just like blank jellyfish staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> that there's just like there's just this like awkward stare off for like half a second before like Eisen kneels down so that you can look at her, but he never like puts her directly down on the floor. Like his hands are never leaving Zeha's body in this moment. Yeah, then then. But he'll he'll like kneel so that you can get like do whatever you need to do within that space. Yeah, then Len will just try and determine what actually like happened, like if the what the magic did to kill her. Give me a medicine check. It killed can, her, idiot. Can I aid? It wouldn't be very high. Len does not want your aid. Like I... <laughs> Twenty. Uh, no, you can't. It's unnecessarily anyway. I mean, if you had helped, you'd have um, gotten thirty-one. Looking over her, Dr. Lin, it's not like anything you've really ever seen. It's not like, like, you would be able to tell cause of death, heart attack, cause of death, asphyxiation. Like, you'd be able to, like, even things that didn't leave a bludgeoning or piercing wound, like, you'd be able to tell that. You just look at her, and it seems that, for all intents and purposes right now, her body shouldn't be dead she's not breathing, her heart's not beating and she is definitely getting colder by the second. Len lets out this just like distressed like almost like a gurgle yeah, like, gurgle, like just squidward ah! noise um, and yeah he just kind of can he doesn't I... say anything more he just sits there just trying to work it through in his head can I ask if like are you paying any attention because you also saw the light in her headband is that any connection or thought for Dr. Lin he, he's not going to think into it like because that's just not where his mind goes like he doesn't see that and isn't like yeah. oh that might be like her soul being preserved in like technology form he's like she's dead like I, I we can think about like the magic light later. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a question. Like Zeha has, or Eisen has Zeha like directly against his body, and he's not wearing his armor right now. Can he feel like any sort of weird energy 
like being in like physical contact is there anything there or is it just cold empty it, lifelessness just bare chest just yeah just liter literally a dead body okay all right uh back to moot um as, as tetsu had been over their shoulder talking about the or looking at whatever he was looking at moat is hovering over the um option to um uh revert the damage um that's been dealt and i just want to know like intelligence check whatever whatever i can do does this seem like it'd be something that would require an additional check or is this with root access uh something that we can just do which one is this reverting the energy yeah yeah reverting the damage and preventing further you i'll tell you you kind of look into it immediately uh you believe it's going to be like right at the first step like looking at it you believe it's going to be just no check you can revert the energy how it needs to be and then uh you kind of in the code as you're hacking you see this little offshoot that just it looks like a blip in the code just like you see this weird little flickering piece that to you and the ability to recode you believe is all intents and purposes saying that this energy is being sent somewhere and you could track it with a check or you could just reverse the energy oh (sighs) only most sees this currently what i'm watching what's your computer what's your computer's plus plus 10 what's your computer's plus mode 14 only most sees this get smoked Hold the twenty-eight. I'm sorry. That's always that's that's how it feels rough. Um, Mo, you're, not, you're not in primary position. In, in Tetsu's, I'm um, give you the primary position. <laughs> uh, what Tetsu sees, uh, Moat is going through and seems to, to deliberately being uh, headed towards uh, the one section of code that uh, was mentioned, and then just pauses for a long time, or maybe two seconds, and looks back towards you and uh, just says you see him looming a little bit closer I think we can track the energy but it could get bad do you want to do it or should I I don't think you should I just don't know if this is going to be the same I shouldn't not in the state that you're in I would like to Oh, I'd like to return what's been lost and then potentially track? You're, I'll interrupt you there. You're pretty sure that once you return it, since the energy is no longer being sent out, you won't be able to track it. Based but on what they're telling me, based on what they're telling me and that like code beyond the code, do I think if we stopped tracking this and I fiddled with the code beyond the code, like with reverting uh, the health or essence, like kind of make that option also not available? No, it would still be available. It won't give you immediate access. It'll still be a check, but that that will still be available. Tetsu will kind of nod to Moat and go, There is a second option. I could try the magical code. I'm not very good at it, but there is more to this root access. Um, But if you were to reverse the essence drain on myself, I could take the risk first. And we could try hacks back to back. Um, shit. I, I'm going to. It's risky either way, but I can't help without almost certainly joining Zaha. Dole, can you come over and help with this? We're gonna try something, and we might need some extra help. Moat looks over to Doctor Len, and I assume sees that Len is occupied. Len doesn't like. Yeah, he looks like he's like almost frantically like examining Zeha's body, but like he doesn't make eye contact or anything. Okay. Um. So if Dole comes over, uh, Moat just says, "I'm gonna try to track the energy, see where it's heading, and then we're gonna revert everything." Is that an option? I I will help as much as I can. You see that he's he's holding the core currently. Uh, but in the current situation with like Tetsu helping and everything, he's really just going to be re- kind of reading the code to you for like the read languages type of thing. 
or the read code, whatever. I forget what that spell is, but yep, comprehend languages basically. Um, does that look like that's an option? Is to trace it and then revert health? Yes. For okay. Sure. Yeah, we just know the, that yeah. revert and then trace is not possible, but we know that revert right. and uh, then will, magic code is possible. I'll throw this out there too. Uh, this is, as I always say, this is definitely not to thwart you from going down this path, but Mo kind of it's looking into it a little more and making this decision would know that if you did track it, that there's no way that the other person on the other side would not know. They will definitely know that you found something out and that the Ghost Forge was, like, compromised. And is all of this, like, is... When I first heard Carrick explain what Tetsu was doing, it was, like, looking for the signature... Of like Zeha's energy, yep. So that's that mysticism check. So like, is is there is there a time concern with that? They currently think so as characters. Uh, I mean, I have not said so as a GM, or have not said not yet. There's been there's been no checks that have brought that up yet. And I'm not I'm not saying that y'all haven't made the correct ones. I'm just saying it has not come up in the computer right, yet. Guys, let's back it up and make some time checks. <laughs> no. Nope. Spend some time wasting time. All right, you going to try to track him up? Uh, I will quickly say she might find out whoever was part of the future initiative. She will be easier to find when she comes for us. Dole, you just you guys got to be careful. All right? And I will begin. Alright. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. I automatically succeed at 80. Never mind. There I rolled go. a 1. So, do, so, does, so does Dole with the comprehend languages. I rolled uh, a 2 so and a 1. You have a, you have a plus 4. I need a computer check. I'm not panicking. Shit, it's only uh-huh. a 26. I rolled, a, the rolled a damn 8. So it's a 26. Total. Can I have any hero eight. points? Nope. I, Can I give him my one I just got? Or them? Sure. I oh. mean... Uh, and you're welcome shit, to hold like, on to it if you want. You don't need to use it right now, because I imagine you'll be doing this again. Yeah, I... I I don't think this is the right time for that, necessarily. Yeah, this is less vital. Okay, okay. give it back! You, I, <laughs> I rolled it's pretty stale. poorly. You take 13 max health points. Got... Oh... Are you at three? How are you doing, Moat? Uh, I was at 23, but now I'm at um, okay. uh, 10. You can take another if Waffles uh, rolls. But at that point, uh, I rolled very... Uh, one, seven, one, two, two. Uh, at that point... Why was that for me? I agree. At, <laughs> at the point that you were at currently, though, you, you've done well for all intents and purposes. You could continue to push on. You would have a plus 10 base without aids to this next computer's check and a success would obviously be no damage and you get in to track the energy yes what do i get as a sense of the risk just more damage i'll tell you it, i'll tell you it's a yeah the risk is damage and the ch- uh, the dc is 35 uh so mathematically i think you have a decent chance of making it probably if you were like five or lower you fell and aiding is possible for this, correct? Or is there no aid available? No, there's aid. Uh, since Tetsu and Dole automatically make it, it'll be 14. Plus 14. Yeah. Dr. Lin won't be able to come up and help very quickly right now. It's it's like a, it's a... I'm giving the player time to make the decision, but it's a snap decision on Moat's part. This yeah. is the same DC that I had. <laughs> yeah, I have to roll a 7 <laughs> at this stage. Um, you have a hero point. So yeah. Very hot, but you have a hero point. No, I... I think you're doing the math wrong. You have a plus 14 plus all your bonuses. Yeah. Right. Plus 14 with just me. Plus, uh, plus 10 for them is a plus 14. It's plus 28. So I have to roll a seven on the die in order to make it 35. Get 35. Okay. You're right. You're right. All right. Well, your choice. One through six are bad. You're fine. I have faith in you. Waffles wouldn't kill two of us with a computer. <laughs> <laughs> But we can kill ourselves. Say, this, yeah, this we can kill ourselves. With this it's not a fight. Do do I think I would have the same success if I same I took over right here? Rolled an eight. So that oh, is a oh, thirty six. 
Six. Jesse, you barely Tetsu's pondering, like jumping in front of Moda's moat, just begins typing at the keyboard again. Alright, Mo, you are able to kind of track through this code. You're able to I'm not super good at computers, so I'm just gonna say that you're able to somehow get like this kind of signature that comes through the coding and kind of lets you know where this is. You have the galactic IP address. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, you have the galactic IP address. You you don't like it's not like you hear people or anything like that, but you you have this galactic IP address as we're now calling it, and. <laughs> It is originating from, uh, oddly enough to you, I, I always love that y'all make these decisions because it's always perfect, but uh, <laughs> because of the character Mo, it's originating from the Drift, hmm. which is Ow. odd for Mo thinking. Mo knows a lot about the Drift. I don't know, like, I don't know how much we've explained that, like, in character and stuff, but for something to be originating from the Drift, one, it's very powerful, two, it's likely, for all intents and purposes, like a home base in the drift. It's not like some, like, especially when considering the ghost forge that's been active for so long. It's not like somebody jumped out of the drift right now. Uh, so I'll put that together for you. I'm going to jump to Zeha real quick. Zeha, as you're basically pleading to not be here and everything, you hear, it seems the future of the balance of the universe may hang on what happens here. And then you go to speak and you realize you can't. You go, like, you literally let out air. No air comes out, but you're not suffocating. Like, you you don't even feel your vocal cords vibrating. You're in literally, you're in a vacuum, but you're not dying for all intents and purposes. Like, Yeah, her mouth starts to go like, what? Like, she she just wants to say, What? out of just sheer confusion as to like what what the heck is going on um and then it's just honestly all it does is set in the panic that she's already feeling worse except because of there's like the silence she also kind of just like it's that panic that goes from like an outward panic to a frozen panic yeah and you have this odd feeling throughout your body with this panic and almost like sixth sense that this voice is just deciding to not allow you to speak. With your intelligence, you would know that if it can not allow you to speak, if it can just make that decision, could probably also just end your existence here. At that moment, what is Zayah thinking? Um, Honestly, like sheer panic i mean it's it she's not putting together complete thoughts at this stage i mean honestly she was just trying to run and get somewhere and just she's not supposed to be here and like like and what you mentioned before she doesn't exactly know what happened she doesn't know that she succeeded to get root access all she knows is that she was hacking and now all of a sudden she's not there um I, I think like the, the the snippets of of thought that are running through her brain are are a lot of no a lot of just no's and and, and denial. Um, then there's this like wild like animal trapped with a predator type thing. The second she realizes like the power of this voice that's around her, um, so eyes wide like like cold sweat. Uh, if if the the being allows her to sweat, <laughs> does not. <laughs> I mean, it definitely feels like you're sweating, but honestly, in the space that you're in, there's sure. there's no sound, no real like energy coming from you, no real no vibrations. Like your footsteps aren't making sounds, like nothing. It's just this vast emptiness of a vacuum. Yeah, and I think at this point, like she's not running anymore. Um, she she she's stuck still. Um, so I think. Her thoughts, there's a brief kind of, like, questioning flash of, like, where is everybody? What's the origin of this voice? And then, like, does she remember hearing her grandmother's voice? Yeah. 
Okay. Then, then just like that kind of like for some odd reason comes to the very forefront of her mind all of a sudden. Like, there's no reason, rhyme or reason to her thoughts just flooding through. And then all of a sudden, like the voice of her grandmother coming through. Um, am I able to try to remember what she said? I know it came in in and out. Uh, yeah. Give me a, give me a mysticism check again. 24. Okay. And again, it kind of comes in and out. But you hear, Zaya, you, for this, I'm. It's kind of a tether she's holding on to out of confusion. So, so from the panic, she's just like, is my grandmother here and she's going to try to almost hole up into herself and 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 uh stem the panic by like holding on to this train of thought okay uh kind of in your body again the voice echoes that sixth sense kind of sending reverberation this like chills down your spine for a moment and you hear with everything there is a price we should help Balance must be maintained. Others do beckon to be here. We can only present a choice, an opportunity. And in front of you appears three holograms. Your body lying on the ground. Jish's body standing with a gun out. And your grandmother. And that's where we'll take a break. Wait, what is what is that even? I'm no. sorry. No, what? What? Blah. Good old Kingdom Hearts open. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 